Welcome to our Pini. This is Saratova Best. Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Tamuz, Chag Geula. What is freedom? What is Geula? Why does this apply to us? How are we achieving our freedom? Are we in jail? Are we in prison? Um, and is this a moment in time? Are these 48 hours when we come out of our imprisonment? Um, okay. We can say yes. And we know that um, um, when the Rebbe speaks about Chag Ula of the Rebbe Rayat, when he came back in the year Tafresh Pei Zayin, when he was liberated from his imprisonment in 1927, Tafresh Pei Zayin, it was because, why was he imprisoned? Because of spreading Tyra and strengthening. Because of Harbatasa Tyra and Chizakadas, in that country. Okay. And it wasn't only an individual Geula in his Avaida, but as the Rebbe Rayat wrote in his letter a year later <coughs> for the anniversary, when he said, I'm not the only one who was redeemed and is redeemed. But in Tafresh Pei Zion, I was not an individual being redeemed from my imprisonment. Then who else? Those who who hold dear our holy Tara, those who are Shemer Mitzvah, the Gam Etasher B'Shem Yisrael Nechunam. Yechuna. And anybody who doesn't really value it, doesn't understand what they're dealing with, doesn't understand what Tara is, doesn't understand what mitzvahs are, but somehow they have the name Jew. They may not take the name Jew on themselves, but it's given to them, as we saw Rahman's time in the Holocaust. So the Baal HaGeula, the Rebbe Ayat, writes that it's proper to be Kaveya this, this day, Yom HaGeula Yisrael. It is our Geula. Anybody who's involved in spreading Tyra, it's your Geula. And if you're doing it for Klal Yisrael, it's your Geul, and it's a day of his Vadis and his Iris for Chizik of Tyra and Yahadis, everyone on their own level. And what are we here to do? Add extra energy in Harbatas of Tyra and, and, and strengthening Yahadis. So every single year, these days come back again and again, this, this Monumentous day and this energy of becoming fru- becoming fru- becoming free happens again. These yumeha geula, and we get a whole new infusion of geula in this in this um, mission of spreading Torah mitzvahs and strengthening Yiddishkeit. And that means that every single Jew receives new kaifas so that he can be freed from whatever is his imprisonment now. Because everybody has their personal imprisonment and their their personal gullus that stands in the way of his fully, fully spreading the light of Torah and mitzvahs to everyone around him. Everybody has things standing in the way. Sometimes it can just be, you know, you're hungry, tired, and thirsty. And at plus losses, much more serious, hindrances and much deeper ones but there's always something in the way 
And today and yesterday are the day when that's cleared out. So what do we do? Our job is to remember and do deep hisbananas, really deep thinking from a brand new place about the Parsha of the Geula. Learn it, understand it from a brand new place, almost like it, as if it never, as if you're hearing it for the first time. Because that will bring us to um, acting in the world and stepping into a whole new person. We hear it for the first time, it becomes brand new, we become brand new. And every year, we need to add more and more and more because it's going to reflect the energy of it being brand new and a higher level. So we're just going to spend a few minutes with a certain question. The Bala Gula, the Rebbe Rayas, writes that, as we said, this Gula is also for those who are B'Shem Yisrael Yuchuna. They sort of have the name, the nickname, Jew. Yehudi Kazeh, a Jew, that thinks that the name Yisrael is just a uh, nickname, a kinu, uh sort of, you know, five names. Meaning, in other words, let's say there's somebody and his name is, um, his name is um, Hudson. Yeah. His name is Hudson. And Hudson doesn't identify himself at all as a Jew. So he feels that the name Yisrael, he doesn't call himself Yisrael. He may not even know his Jewish name. He knows himself as Hudson. And maybe he has a pretty non-Jewish last name, like Hudson Smith. Right? Hudson Smith. Great. So for him, the name Yisrael is just kind of a, you know, a borrowed kind of nickname. Because he doesn't feel any connection at that moment to the name Yisrael. I'm Hudson Smith. I don't know what this name Yisrael is, but I don't know. If somebody wants to use it for me, fine. I don't relate to it. That's what he's thinking. So here's a question. How can the Geula of the Rebbe Ayat affect such a person who isn't interested? He's saying like, this name Yisroel, it means nothing to me, and I'm not interested in it meaning anything to me. It's not like it's it's making me feel curious or thirsty to know what it is. I identify nice, identify very nicely as Hudson Smith, and I'm happy in that um, identity. So, what does the Gula do for this guy? So you can say that those who are involved in spreading Tyra in every place, that's a different thing. That's a whole other category of person, people. The Geula, for those people whose occupation is spreading and teaching Tyra, so the Geula of Yid Beit Thomas gives them a whole new kayak to spread Tyra. Okay. But somebody who doesn't care about the name Israel, doesn't relate to it, and doesn't care to care, and actually finds it annoying. He doesn't seem to, he doesn't have any connection to spreading Tyra. How can the Geula, which is about spreading Tyra, have anything to do with him? How can he have a Geula when the Geula is about 
the Rebbe Rayat spreading Tyra, strengthening Tyra in the whole world throughout Russia and sending Shlokim to do that. And it was stopped and he was imprisoned for doing that and ultimately freed. And then he was able to do it again and even more. So the imprisonment had to do with spreading Tyra. If you're someone who's teaching Tyra and spreading the light of Tyra in the world, you can be in prison. But if your life is about, you know, climbing the corporate ladder in IBM and your name is Hudson Smith and you really, really don't care or have anything to do with or care to have anything to do with spreading Tyra, and spreading Tyra is the gullus, was the gullus issue, and then it had a geula. It's not your holiday. If your husband Smith, this is not your holiday. It has nothing to do with what you do. This is not a climbing the corporate ladder, IBM holiday. So obviously it was seen that it has nothing to do with you. But the Rebbe Rayat says, you, Hudson Smith, you have a geula today, even though you care not and you do not and all of that. You have a geula today. So we understand that the geula had an effect. Um, of course, you can say that because the Rebbe Rayat was able to then send more shlokim to spread Tyra, one day they'll get to Hudson Smith and one day he'll care. Well, that's very down the line. But and you but you could say that this is a holiday for those who are among the elite, the ones who teach Torah to the world. It's their holiday. How can it apply to the general Jews who don't teach Torah and don't want to teach Torah? And then so there's a point. Because the Rebbe Rashad is the Rebbe Rayas is very much saying this is a holiday for those who also B'Shem Yisrael Yechunen. They're called the name Yisrael. They don't know why. They don't care why. It's their holiday. I guess they have a very different reason for it being their holiday. And we could say, because the Geula is about spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit, it's called Chag Geulat Yisrael Ha'aiskim Barbatas Atara. So it's understood that the general Geula of the Geula even for Hunter Smith and all his kind of guys, it add, actually adds something to them. It adds something in the Avaita spreading Tyra, even though they're not doing it. It actually gives them Kayach, gives Kayach to the Hudson, Hudson Smith and all the Hudson Smiths. That one day, they will be spreading Tyra. It's a day that infuses them with Kayach that one day they will be part of the elite that are teaching the world the secrets of Tyra and are spreading Tyra. Right now, they neither want no nor care. But but every year they sound they be they become infused with a superpower that of Geula that will ultimately bring them to be among the elite one day people who spread tyrant each one in his own way he may still hunter hudson may still oh always be an ibm 
and he'll still always be climbing the corporate ladder. And yet one day he'll be, even in a casual, um, as a Jew, even in a casual, unformal, unlearned way, he will be speaking truth to his co-workers at the very beginning. And he probably is doing it now. And he's probably challenging everybody's truth in IBM, even though he has never learned any Tyra. Well, he did learn the whole Tyra in utero. So before he ever formally understands that he cares about Tyra, he's probably teaching Tyra, teaching the truths of Tyra, which he already has from having learned it for nine months in utero. He's probably been teaching it all his life without knowing that he's teaching Tyra. And from Yudbeis Thomas, he will do it stronger and more powerfully. And ultimately, one day, he'll actually be doing it in a way that he formally understands he's teaching Torah. So when the Rebbe Rayas writes, Kol Yisrael, everybody has a Gula today, without looking at how much he's involved in doing mitzvahs, his heart, Libay Tamim in Hashem Rasa. Every single Jew is Tamim, pure, straight, synced up with Hashem and his Tyra. Some are aware of it, and some are not. So everybody has the Geula. Because the essence of every Jew, the Pintali Yid, the Nekuda Yahadis, is always connected with Hashem. So a Jew neither can nor will be disconnected from Hashem, from Elokus. As the Raman says, Yehudi betiva raita l'kayim esrotan Hashem. A Jew, in his nature, wants to do the will of Hashem. But, because his neshama came down into a physical body, into this very low world, so sometimes there's a concealment that something stands in the way of his true desire. What does he want if he's a Jew? He wants to be one with Hashem. And he refuses to be disconnected from Hashem. That's his true self. And sometimes there's stuff blocking it. Maybe even when you're climbing the corporate ladder, other things push themselves in the way. But it never completely eradicates his true desire. His Kesher Atmi, essential connection with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And so the whole time that Eilam Kinin Haganayet, while you're in corporate America, that spark of Judaism, that powerful desire to be one with Hashem, can be completely concealed. And even about people who keep their mitzvahs. Unfortunately, they can be in a, they can be doing terror mitzvahs not from their deepest place, but love dafka. They're one with their nefesh, and la, I'm sorry, in love dafka, are they doing not necessarily are the people who do mitzvahs one doing one with their nefesh or doing it from there? They're also they also have concealment. 
they know how to do it because this is what you have to do and they're used to it in their life and everybody in the community does it so you do it too but on some level they're in just as deep a gullus as the guy who officially never did a mitzvah in his life because they're not doing it from their deepest truest self none of them none of us and not only that when there's a gazera against our mitzvahs, um, there's something that act, actually can cover over it, try to, try to tamper with the amun of a Jew. The altar of a rice in Tanya. Even the lowest of the low will be willing to be Meister Nefesh, to give, to give himself up to not be disconnected from Hashem. Because in the sign of Kiddush Hashem, the test of Kiddush Hashem, arouses the etim, his etzema nefesh. So, we're going to bring this to a conclusion in a few minutes. Yud Bey Samus. The Gezeira and the imprisonment and the Gullus in the year Tafresh Pei Zion 1927 did not only put the Rebbe Rayat into danger, it put all of, all of Yiddishkeit Rachman Aslan into danger. Because in that country, the KGB, the NKVD, they were very determined to, God forbid, once and for all, be rid of Tyra from the world, be rid of Mitzvahs from the world, and be rid of Hashem himself. We know they couldn't, but they sure thought they could, and that was their plan. So, they, excuse me, they tried very hard. And so there was a gazera. There was a concealment on the whole doing Terenitzvah um, and, and being connected to the Nasi Hadar and the doing of Terenitzvah of the Nasi Hadar was absolutely challenged. And therefore, obviously, all the Jews because Hanasi Huako, there was a gazera on them. And doing Terenitzvah is the basis for the existence of the Jewish people. And that was being challenged, and there was an attempt to stop it. So when the Geula happened on Yudbe Tamus, Naide Golui Leinko, I believe this is what the Rebbe Rayat wrote in his letter. He said, it became obvious to everyone that the victory of truth of Hashem happened. Victory of Jews, Tyre, Mitzvah, and the truth of Hashem. To such an extent that it became allowed according to the laws of the land, legally. That this is truth. It became that it was became truth, or eventually, here we have in America, it's truth not only because holiness overcomes, but we're in a we're in a place now and in a situation where the world says, Yes, yes, it's our 
The essence of a Jew is revealed as they're connected with one thing, with Hashem. And because of this essential connection, we become eternal. A connection with Hashem, we become eternal in time and place, and prayer is eternal in time and place, so to speak, like Hashem. Just as Hashem is eternal, our mitzvahs and truth are eternal, and we will be eternal. We are spiritually eternal, and Yemaisa Mashiach will be physically eternal. So that's the truth of the Geula, the general Geula. The Indian of Geula is that the true Matthias of a person, the true existence of a Yid, of a person who was in Gullah, comes out. When when he was in Gullah, when a person's in Gullah, he's not in his regular place. He's not at home. Gullah is not your home. And when you're not home, when you're out of your element, you're off, you're out of your turf, then we're limited and we can't expand and we can't act according to our um, regular way, our intrinsic way that comes from the, our penimius and our essence. And we can't even act the way we would if we were in our home our home being the base of Mikdash. So what does Geula do? We're freed. Geula means we have just been freed from those limitations that don't let us act or be at home. And and the Geula allows us to return to our previous place where we belong. And then automatically we can express it by expanding and spreading truth. And that's what we saw happen. That's what the goal of your base Thomas is. It's true in a practical way. It was very horrifying. We're talking about 1927, so however many years it is, to 1990. We're talking about almost 70 years to 1990. At that point, the Iron Curtain fell, and you really saw 70 years later in the Soviet, former Soviet Union, they now invite us and welcome us to keep more mitzvahs, open more Chabad houses, do more, do more, do more. But in Tafresh Pezayim in 1927, it was still, there was still another horrific 70 years of, ahead of us. However, the Rebbe was not only allowed to leave Russia, pushed out of Russia, by the KGB, by the enemies, by those who wanted to destroy Hashem Chashon, and pushed, pushed the Rebbe to come to America so he could spread Tyra here. And from this place, shine lights back to Russia. And on some unconscious level, that's what the KGB, who used to be the enemy of Yiddishkeit, that's what they did in Kafresh Kezai. That was the Geula. So when we're talking about a Gullus of a Jew, and especially 
a gullus of the Nasi Bistral about his uh, his avidas to spread Tyra. Well, it's obvious that the gullus stops and blocks temporarily the truth, the truth of Jews, the truth of Tarnissus, and the truth of our connection with Hashem. Because the truth is, we need to be, and truth needs to be in all places at all times without any any change, just like Hashem does, Hashem is everywhere at all times. So it needs to burst out. So when the Gula happens, the connection, the essential connection between a Jew and Hashem became revealed. So now we understand why it's called the Geula of all Jews. Not only I was redeemed on Yudbeisam. But everybody was redeemed. And even those who are called by the name Jew, they were redeemed as well, and they are redeemed on Yudbei Samus. And in our attempt and our mission of spreading the light of Tyre and the light of truth and the light of Hashem and the light of Mashiach in the world, who we are today and yesterday is completely incomparable to whom we were who we were three days ago before you based Hamas. And to just sum up, that when a Yid does his Avaita the regular way, there are differences. There are different kinds of people, those who teach Tyra, those who, who cherish Tyra, those who keep mitzvahs, and those who really don't care. But when you're talking about the essence of a Jew, Everybody's the same. The teachers, the, the, the mitzvah people, the this, the that, the ones who don't care, they're all the same when you're talking about the essence of the neshama. It's only in what we do on the external level that there are differences. But on the internal level, it's all, we're all the same. So if the geula were not to affect every single Jew, It would be a proof that it's not a true geula. Um, so, for the geula to be a complete, complete geula, it had to apply to every Jew, and it has to apply and activate and totally upgrade every single Jew on Yudbeis Talmud. Otherwise, it's not a complete geula, and it's not a it's not an effective enough geula. It has to affect every Jew, and it does. And so, the same thing, so to speak, the truth of Hashem. Amitis amata, as the Rambam says. Just like the truth of Hashem, Hashem doesn't change. The fullness of the revelation of truth, of amitis amata, the true existence, Hashem. The cholen in sign is when... When is it all revealed? When it's revealed and every single detail of Kol Nimsa, of Novada, every single detail is permeated with that truth and reveals that truth. Um, so, the same thing. When we're talking about Ka'ula, 
The Indian is Vishgili, the revelation of the connection, the essential connection of each of us with Hashem. If one Jew remains in Gali, it shows that it's not a true Geula. And so, we're going for the full Geula. And the full Geula, meaning the full Geula becomes activated on a small level on Yudbeis Tamil. It's a Geula. What does that mean? How do we know it's a full Geula? It's a Geula that affects, affected and affects every single Jew. Not only me, it's not a personal gula, but call a share, every single Jew. This Yud-based Thomas revealed the truth of Hashem and Tharamitsas in every single Jew. Even the one who doesn't care and just has that Jew as a nickname. Because every single Jew, his heart is one with Hashem. So, just like it is with every single personal, every single individual Jew, therefore the Geula affects the whole person, the whole Jew, not just this part of my life or that part of my life. Every single level of my life and the level, every single, but every single Jew has a part in him that has some connection to teaching Tyra, cherishing mitzvahs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And every Jew has a, a uh, connection to that part of us that is just called the name Jew. Eh, you do it by rote. Everybody has all those levels. And so, um, when our neshama is kind of so in Gullus in us, and there's that little part in us that's just like, okay, so I'm called Jew. That's Ulus for us. On the level of the body, what will be happen, be revealed? The truth of what your body is all about. That is a keli for your godly soul. And about all the level, the other levels, that there shouldn't be one detail that is left over. So, we're going to wish each other good yantif, good yantif. There's much more to say, but we'll stop here. And we'll say that a story. We'll end off with this. When they told the Rebbe, or they told Hasidim, I guess, um, about the Geula, I guess they told the Rebbe. Came on the 12th, it was supposed to be three years in Gullah. Showed up, came to the office. It was a very complicated story. They didn't want to open the door. They said it was a holiday. It was very frightening because the person that accompanied the Rebbe Rayat didn't want to believe them because they would have these tricks, the KGB, and they would pretend that the office isn't open, send the person home, and then the person was accused, could be put in prison for many years to come because he might be accused of not showing up on his um, regular date when he has to report to the office. So it was very fright- it was very frightening. And when it became clear that really it was his, the day of his bu'ula, so the good news came on Yud Beis And so there was a chassid that started to sing the nigun. And I guess this, the, the, the news then came to chassidim, not just the rebbe, but the news came to chassidim. So there was a chassid who started to sing the nigun in Russian. And it's Enod Novadeh, 
but in Russian. Nyet nyet nikova, chroma yeva, adnova. And everybody heard about how he started to sing Enod Novade in Russian. It just it went viral without social media. And everything's Bashkacha Pratis. Because what is, what does Geula have to do with Enod Novade? And the answer is, and with, with this will sum up, every Gullus comes from the very first Gullus when Hashem created the world and concealed himself with many, many contractions. And the world was created to be a place of Gullus where you don't see Hashem. And this physical world is full of creepers and sitra'achal. And it's a tough place to live. And yet, deep within the Gullus, deep, 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 There's a, a godly spark that creates the world every moment from nothing to something. And yet this world is concealing Hashem. The truth of the world is that every single second Hashem is making it brand new. And it's inside that world that does its best to conceal the truth. It's, a, it's an oxymoron. And then, when the Shema comes down into a body of a Jew, and really engulfs, does the, the body, etc., are covering all of this up. So there's Hudson Smith, not knowing, not caring, busy with corporate America. So Gaula means that in, in the world, which is designed by Hashem to make it seem as if he doesn't exist, Gaula is that it's revealed, the truth is revealed. What is the truth? But the true Messias of this world that looks like it's designed to hide Hashem is that it has a higher purpose. It's designed to be a vessel for the godly light. It pretends that it wants to block Hashem. But in truth, the world desperately wants to be a vessel for the godly light and for the Neshama. So that in every single thing, the ultimate desire of this world that looks like it wants to hide Hashem, its ultimate desire is to reveal the truth that everything is Hashem. Enod Novade. There's nothing other than Hashem. So therefore, when he started to sing in Russian, Nyet Nyet Nikava, Kramayeva Admava, there's nothing, Hashem is one and His name is one. There's nothing other than Hashem. He was, re, he was revealing the truth about the world in the language of the world and in the language of the lowest part of the world. He was using the lowest language of the lowest part of the world to reveal the deepest, highest truth. And why do we say the lowest part of the world? Because what's the lowest? Any place that fights Hashem with everything that it has and opposes the truth of Hashem and wants to destroy and eradicate Hashem, God forbid, that's spiritually the lowest. And that was their mission. Their mission statement. To once and for all, God forbid, 
eradicate Hashem. That earned the Russian government, the NKVD, the KGB, and all those guys, and the whole regime, whole Soviet regime, that earned them the status of the lowest of the low at that moment in history. And that earned the language the status of the most disconnected, the lowest of the low. This that doesn't just not think about Hashem, but seeks to destroy and eradicate Hashem, God forbid, that's the lowest of the low. And so specifically at the moment of Geula, when Geula, when Hasidim found out about Geula, of course this Hasid composed the song of Enod Milvade in Russian. He took the very language of concealment and opposition, the enemy of enemies of enemies, the Russians and their Russian language. And he used that very language and their words to reveal the ultimate truth. They didn't sing Ein Od Novadai. He sang Nyet Nyet Nikava Kramayeva Adnava. And he was declaring Geula means his biggest enemy in the end has always wanted to be our biggest ally, but it's too, it lives in too much concealment. And ultimately, it will be our biggest ally. He was revealing that is what Geula is. The truth comes out from the deepest, strongest enemy. And that's why he sang that song. He said, this is the moment. We've waited for Tafresh Pei Zion 5,000 687 years for this moment of Geula. And it has happened. And it happened in Russia. In their, and in their language, in their place. And therefore, their language and their place is now able to reveal the truth. So that was the Geula that happened at that moment to the world. That is the Geula that happens at every year on Yud Beis Thomas to the world. And obviously the gula that happens to every single Jew who is charged with the mission of revealing that truth in the world is beyond our imagination of how strong and empowering and um, intense the gula is for us on Yudbeis Tamos, Yudbeis Yudgimel Tamos. We bench each other in a way of Chassidish Afrogranian. We should take that kayach, devote ourselves with mysterious nefesh, Every single Jew, whatever level he's on, whether he cares or he doesn't care, we are compelled to, and we want to willingly devote ourselves to teaching the truth to the entire world. In whatever language they're expressing confusion, we're here to teach you the truth in your language. Because there's only one truth. Enod Novade. So, Gudyantif, Gudyantif to all. May we dance together immediately in the ultimate ga'ula, the completion of the whole thing in the base of the Shishlishi.